Hey, it's Rabbi Menachem Seiderson. Thanks for joining me on today's edition of What's a Jew to Do, where we explore relevant and concise halacha. Yesterday, we learned the basic law about what you can do with your lulav, esrog, hadasim, and aravos after sukkahs. However, there are also some well-known customs about how to use them after sukkahs. There's a well-known custom to save the lulav and use it to fuel the fire for bringing the chametz before Pesach. Originally, the custom might actually have been to use the aravos, the willows, from Hashanah Rabbah to burn the chametz, and the lulav to make the fire to bake the matzah. But it could be that in our times, since matzah is not commonly baked by individuals, the custom became to use the lulav for burning the chametz as well. Also, you can toss in the hadasim to that fire as well. And by the way, Rav Rachamim Falaji in his sefer, Yafa the Lev, quotes in the name of Rav Chaim Yosef David Azulai, the Chida, that keeping the lulav in your house from Sukkot till Pesach when you will burn it is a skula to be saved from all sin and from all suffering. What about the esrog? Rav Rachamim Falaji also says that you should turn the esrog into esrog preserves and eat it on Tubishvat or give it to a woman who is having a hard time giving birth. I once saw a recipe to make esrog schnapps. Basically, you stick an esrog in vodka till the vodka is esrog flavored. It was gross. Another great idea is to make an esrog spice box. You stick cloves all over your esrog, and then as it shrivels up, it becomes a spice box, since all the cloves remain in place. When I did this, all the cloves just popped out and the esrog dried up. Whatever your choice, I hope Sukkos was joyous and inspirational and the memories last till next year. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions or for further discussion, please give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. 303-386-2704. Have a great day.